Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Hey, 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 this is Yaya. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. I am your host, Yaya Diamond, and I am having a wonderful time right here at Dream Chasers Radio. We are almost into 2019. Can you believe it? It's almost here. It's gone crazy. Oh, my gosh, the New Year's resolutions, everything is going on, and the, the champagne glasses, where are you going to celebrate New Year's? Oh, my gosh. Calm down, dude. You're listening to us on every time place Community Radio, North Pole, Florida, uh, as well as on my baby video in New York City and the Caribbean Community Radio Station, all of Caribbean. Welcome, welcome, my islanders, and welcome to the Dream Chasers Radio Network. I am excited. I'm excited. Can you tell? Can you tell? I don't think you can tell. Okay, never mind. Okay, so 2019 is going to be an awesome year, but we're going to go ahead and look back on 2018 and then look forward to what's coming forward to us in 2019, all those plans and resolutions that we never looked at until the end of the year. How about that? How about we actually look at those, like, every week or so? Could that make a big difference to attaining our goals? I'm not going to go there. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm not going to touch it. But what I am going to do is I'm going to say welcome to my first guest on the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hi, my name is Dawn Witte, um, the founder and director of the Desire to Inspire Foundation, and we work with communities around the world. Currently, we're only in Africa, but we would like to expand um, and inspire people to live their happiest lives and, you know, trying to eradicate poverty one child at a time. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So tell me about that. How did you get started, and what so far in this past year have you done to move forward? Um, I got started, I met a beautiful woman from Ghana. She um, was going to be queen of her village. I met her at a glamour event and she said, you know, I'm, I'm going to be coronated queen of my village. And I said, you know, I've always wanted to go to Africa. And she said, well, do you want to come? And I said, well, sure. <laughs> so um, <laughs> went and I fell in love with those children. I, I knew I would. I mean, I knew I would, but uh, the depth of the love that I have for them was just not even something I anticipated and I just thought you know I can't I know them now I've hugged these children now I've helped them with their homework I can't just like go home and live my life so yeah yeah, so I, I wanted to give them the same kind of love that I did my own children you know tell them that they're amazing and they can be anything they want and you know that they're bigger than any circumstance they find themselves in and you know I believe in them and so that's what I started doing and it's just expanded everything has just fallen into place wow wow you know 2018 being that you know you have such a wonderful foundation where you actually help and touch the lives of children in a specific area moving uh, and, and going around in 2018, what was that like for you, and what milestones did you reach in 2018? 
2018 was a pretty great year. Um, we just started in 2017. I was just had no idea what I was doing, um, but I just knew I needed to do something. Um, so 2018, we were able to raise money. We're going to be drilling a borehole in Castle Wagana. Um, we were Ooh. able to give a small business loan to um, a girls' school in Sierra Leone, and they were living on a very, very tiny, tiny little room with a concrete floor and that's where the girls slept and ate and did their homework and everything they're now on january 10th will be moving into a much more adequate home for them with beds and mattresses and um that was knowing that i touched some lives there is a milestone for me Hmm. wow to me that is amazing you know when did you find out that this was what you wanted to do? I mean, did it hit you like a ton of bricks, or was it something that you just kind of stumbled onto? You know, it's funny, because when I was in high school uh, many, many, many years ago, <laughs> I always thought, I, I was always drawn to children of Africa. I just thought they were the cutest children, and um, I, I thought about going into the Peace Corps, but that really wasn't. Uh, a route that was acceptable in my family. You know, you go to college and, you know, you do the standard track. And so, you know, I went to college. It wasn't quite my thing. Um, and then I, I met my husband. I had my children and that, and I worked with children when they were growing up. I love, love, love children. And the Africa mm-hmm. calling has always been there. And, you know, as soon as I went, I just knew, I just knew this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And because, I feel like I am on this path that I'm supposed to be on. The resources have come into my life from all kinds of places that I would have never even anticipated before. Hmm. Wow. Wow. I I think that working with children can be a little challenging. What are the, what are the challenges that you have uh, that you will take with you as you move forward out of Africa and into other places and countries and regions? Um, You know, I think you can't help everybody as much as you want to help as many people as possible. It's just not possible. I mean, Bill Gates, with with as much money as he has, can't help everyone. So, you know, learning that I can only help who I can help and, you know, being okay with that. Like, it's going to be enough, even if I want to be doing more. So just knowing that, you know, it's not my fault if I'm not living up to the standards that I want to have, which is, again, alleviating all hungry, you know, all poverty and hunger. Um, But, you know, just understanding, you know, be realistic, being realistic, I think. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm taking with me into the new year. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And, and where do you want to go? I mean, what is it? Where 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 are your sights headed? And um, have you? I mean, you know, there's so much to go into this little thing. It's not just oh, I just want to go over here. I mean, tell us what it is that you have to do to get from one place to the other. Uh, I think you have to believe. <laughs> I think you have to have an enormous amount of faith that even if you don't know how you're going to do it, you have to understand why you're doing it. And I know why I'm doing it. I am helping children. You know, I I love when my children or my children's friends, they're adults now, and they, they say that, you know, I impacted their life in a positive way. I mean, that is such a gift for me 
to be able to have um, in my life. So it's, I, I, I was invited to go to India next month. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I would like to go to the Caribbean because I think it's so beautiful. My mother's actually from the Caribbean, um, from Trinidad. So uh, I know there's a lot of poverty there too. And Mexico also, because I live in Southern California and it's very close. Um, you know, just wherever I'm needed, where, wherever I'm called, I will go. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That is an amazing thing that you're doing. You're helping the children. You know, you're, you're doing everything. So what has the result? What What is the result of everything? And do you have, like, a crowdfunding? Do you have a GoFundMe page? Do you have someplace where you're – where you have people come in and help you with this financially? Because I know this can be a financial burden. Yes, yes. And, and you know, initially I started off just my husband and I, you know, our, our, our income because a little bit of money goes so far there. You know, um, right. we cashed – when we went to Sierra Leone, you know, we – uh, exchanged 200 American dollars and we caught like wad stacks of cash. Um, oh my so God. I have some amazing friends that support me and, um, you know, I do have a website, um, desire to inspire foundation.org. We take uh, donations off my website. And what I really, really want to do is make the people that we help sustainable so that, they get that pride, that sense of self. Like I did this, I created this, I took care of my family. Um, And so we want to do that too. So we have a lot of things in the works. Um, We're bringing a skincare line here from Uganda, which is simply amazing. Um, All of these things to earn money because I feel very strongly when somebody gives me a donation, that donation has to go to those children. And so to take a salary from that, I will never do. That was just something I just will never, ever do. So, you know, being able to sell products, earn a living, become sustainable ourselves. Um, I'm calling it beyond sustainable uh, because I want them to not only be able to provide for themselves, but then to go out and help others. So that's that's our mission. It's the ripple effect, you know, pay it forward, all of it. But, you know, we want to make them beyond sustainable so they understand the – the value of doing for others also. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, give me your website one more time. Desire to inspire foundation.org. And I love to, I love to go on the pages. I really do. I love to look and see what it is. And oh my gosh, look at that beautiful young child. If you go to desire to inspirefoundation.org, you will see a beautiful, wonderful child. Wow. Yeah. Let's do something amazing. This, I mean, you, you know, amazing. I, I absolutely love this. I love what you're doing. And this, uh, wow. So Thank tell you. Me about, tell me about what what is it exactly that you are doing? And, and you know, and, and bringing you into... Uh, just the awareness of people? Um, You know, I think one of the things that Africa can teach us in the Western world, you know, we have a lot of epidemics of depression, um, teenagers cutting themselves, you know, eating disorders, and there's so much lack in resource, 
you know, the, the food and the basic necessities in Africa, yet these children have this joy and this happiness that is escaping us here, where we have all of those things. I think that there's a beautiful give and take between the two, you know, the Western world and, and you know, other countries that are, are lacking, that we can learn from them as much as we can do for them as they can, you know, we can do for them as they can do for us. And that's what I want to really bring to, to people here is that, you know, life is, is hard for everybody, but, you know, let's find the joy where we can. Wow. I absolutely love that you're doing so much to help people. This is, to me, this is amazing. Um, Tell me about some, I mean, I see, I see music, I see food. Um, I see all kinds of different things going on here. Um, wow. Tell me about that, and how can we get involved? Um, well, oh, gosh, there's so many different ways to get involved. Um, we're actually putting together a volunteer trip next summer. Um, we're working with Shine Outreach Ministries in Uganda, and um, we're going to provide people with a real you know, a real experience, like something similar to what I got to experience, just to hug those children and to tickle them and to listen to them laugh. It is something that you just, you know, money can't buy. Um, The people are so friendly and joyful there. So we're putting together those trips. Um, I have a book called B and we wrote a little book called B specifically for the children. And it's about being loving and kind and strong and being genuine and happy, um, being inspired, all of those things. Um, we've given out nearly 2000 of those books to children in Africa. And that I'm very proud of that. We're working on our second copy of the little book of B as we speak. So, um, we've got a whole bunch of different things going on and hope of different ways people can get involved. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> We'd I, love I to have you in Africa with us. Oh my gosh. I would absolutely go berserk. <laughs> I, I would just, you wouldn't be able to hold me back. I'd be like everywhere. Oh, this would be amazing. Wow. And, oh. and you know, and people can become a global ambassador. Tell me about that. That, that sounds amazing. That is more of a just, you know, spreading the word, Um, you know, believing in the mission and sharing it with your friends, sharing things that we're doing with people, you know, spreading the awareness. Um, You know, when I came home from Africa, the first, my first trip, I got my Glamour magazine and on the front cover, it was something like, why we love our stuff. And I just thought, you know, <laughs> I want to, I want people to maybe think a little bit differently than they have been thinking. Mm-hmm. We get very focused on our stuff and our cars and our clothes and our purses. And, and maybe if we thought a little bit less about stuff and more about people, you know, we could kind of make a shift in the way the world is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I see $2 feed the child $5 buys yes. the mosquito net. $10 a year provides health insurance for a child in Ghana. $20 pays for a month's salary for a teacher in Kenya. And 25 buys a mattress. I mean, if you put all this together and you just donate 100 bucks, my gosh, what could you do in a year? Exactly. Exactly. There are a lot of people doing a lot of amazing things in Africa, and I'm so 
thrilled to be able to also participate in a meaningful way. And uh, I think that there is a lot more good in the world than there is other. You know, I think we just hear about the bad a lot more often. Mm-hmm. But I know people want to help, and, and they, like, they like helping because it does make you feel good. Yeah. Wow. Is there anything that we left out today that I didn't reach? Because, I mean, there's this, I mean, that you would like to bring to light, because I know that it would take the entire show and probably another day to actually go through everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, just, um, you know, just for, you know, something just to touch on that's important. Um, I, I guess the last thing I would I would like to leave with is, you know, because um, I'm doing work in so many different countries and so many different um, regions, there are a lot of different religions and languages, and, and I have a Catholic priest on our team from Rwanda, um, my teammate, member, equal partner in this, he lives in Ghana, he's Seventh-day Adventist, we all have a different take, but we've all come together in love. And I Mm -hmm. think that that is such a beautiful thing to share with the world. It's just love people. And, and, you know, your life gets better too while you're doing it. Oh, I know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Amazing. It's something that we all have to think about, you know? So are you on Facebook? Are you on Twitter? Okay. I'm on Facebook, uh, the Desire to Inspire Foundation on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter, too, but I am terrible at Twitter. (laughs) So (laughs) those two are probably easiest. Yeah, Twitter is another another, uh, another beast. (laughs) (laughs) Just one more beast. (laughs) Yeah, right. We're going to go ahead and share the page on our on Audrey Chase's radio page and uh, oh. and let people know about Desire to Inspire Foundation. Uh, we're going to find that here and, and get that up and running, definitely. I'm not really sure if this is it or not. No, that's not it. We'll find it. Well, and looking forward to up. seeing you in Africa one of these days. You know, I mean, man, that would be truly amazing. I never really thought about it. My my mother has gone, uh, but uh, I have not gone. And again, I have friends of mine that actually do go to, um, you know, to go out and help out, and I just have not, have not gone. But yes. that doesn't mean I'm not going. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is, a, I think you're doing an amazing job. You know, there are so many people out there that, that need to know that, you know, their little world is perfect considering these children. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and again, the love I get back from those children, I, you know, there is no salary or monetary compensation I could ever receive that could equal that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being on the thank show. Thank you. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. And look at that picture with the love. Oh, that picture. Oh, I love it. Don't take me to Africa. I'll eat them all up. 
<laughs> they will love it. They will love it. Oh, wow. Thank All you right. so much. No problem. Thank you. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Wow. Desire to inspire foundation.org. Guys, you got to go to the site. You got to look at it. It is amazing. What they're doing over there is amazing. Oh, beautiful. I'm just, uh, wow. You know, we have it so good here. We do. We have such a blessing here. We don't have to go hunt for our own food. Everything is at our fingertips. We can get credit if we have good credit and, you know, go and get a car and we can get credit cards and we can live in houses and have all kinds of possessions. But these kids, you know, a lot of times, even in our own neighborhoods, it's just um, something that we need to we need to think about. We need to really think about, really need to own up to the fact that we do have it great here. We do. We do. We are so blessed, and we don't even know it sometimes. I want to thank you again for calling in Desire to Inspire Foundation.org. Uh, go ahead and go to that site and look at everything and become an ambassador. Like she said, it, it, you don't have to really do anything. All you have to do is just spread the word. And uh, check them out. All right, we got James Anthony right here on Dream Chasers Radio as we take a short break and wait for our next guest. Just like a dream She showed up at my front door Baby, are you ready? She told me what she wants This is what she's looking for She wants love, 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 love She's looking for love, love, love And baby, I'm the one She's looking for, she wants love, 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 
of people who have come here and actually done their interviews here on Dream Chasers Radio, and that's how we do it here. If you haven't had an interview on Dream Chasers Radio, you can always reach us at dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. I know I haven't checked my email in a minute. It's been really, really difficult because the holidays and everybody wanting to be on the station at this time. Um, but I am definitely, definitely looking forward to having so many more interviews in 2019, and uh, again, we have a Reverb Nation winners coming up, and I have an announcement that is just going to be amazing. Please join me for that announcement on Facebook.com forward slash Dream Chasers Radio. That announcement will be on our Dream Chasers Radio page, so please like that page. Here we go. Here's our second interview of the evening. Thank you so much for giving us a call. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hi, I am Ravon Lovato, and I am the author, book author from Chicago. Awesome. Hi, Ravon. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Yaya? I'm doing good. I tell you what, I'm busy. (laughs) That's a good thing. That is a good thing. That is a good thing. So tell me about the uh, the life of uh, the author, and, and, and how did you get started becoming an author? Not everybody wants to do pen to paper, okay? Or even nowadays, you know, WordPress or Word. Right. You know, Yaya, I tell you, I had my own personal experience. And uh, after having, you know, a very interesting experience in the real estate market, um, I decided that I needed to tell the story to be able possibly to help someone else who might be going through uh, something that I am experiencing uh, now. Okay. And what, what what is that? Basically, um, I went through a little situation where I was working on a real estate project and my project was sabotaged. It was like a coup d'etat, a triple-double cross, mm-hmm. and it, it was unique because there, had, there were so many unexpected twists to it. Um, it was overpowering and empowering at the same time. And, you know, when you got that feeling that something's not right with you, but you just really can't put your finger on it, have you ever experienced that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and when, when someone betrays you, um, especially in the business, and they are, you know, really good at it, and you're not, you don't even have a clue that this kind of thing is going on, and it, it takes time to uncover, especially when the motive, you know, is being held from you you know, when you're having this type of experience. And um, mm-hmm. especially when no one, for whatever reason, they just won't say anything, won't tell you, uh, you know, what's going on. And will be looking right at you, but still won't say anything, you know. And in some strange way, even, you know, the people who know what's going on, you know, whatever it is, whatever the situation is, you know, they kind of keep it going successfully, 
just by not talking to you about it, not saying a word, you know, leaving you kind of wandering around like, is this really happening to me or is this just my, um, my imagination working overtime? And, you know, it kind of adds fuel to the fire. And, and when your mind is trapped and it's kind of, kind of a dark place where you're kind of wandering around saying, you know, I think something's going on, but I'm not sure exactly, you start to feel a little helpless. You know, you start thinking in, in your own little way and, and you're kind of wandering around in a dark room, kind of feeling your way through it, you know, and not much is making sense in the darkness. And, you know, it's kind of, in this, at that moment, it's that mind trap, that triple-double cross where your mind and your thoughts are being played with, kind of like you're being tweaked, you know, in mm-hmm. your life, but you don't know by who, you don't know who is actually doing this um, and if it's actually real. How did you, I mean, how did you handle that? A lot of people go through this, and they come out on the opposite side worse, or they come out defeated. How did you handle this to the point where now you're at a point of victory? Well, you know what? I had to take a proactive approach to it because I talk, I tried to talk to people. You know, I'd say things like, I think somebody's following me, or, you know, I keep seeing the same cars, and I'm not really sure. You know, I'd be on my, my real estate site, and I'd notice that, you know, the same cars kept showing up. And so, you know, I'd talk to people, and they'd say, no, nah, you know, nobody's following you. It's just probably, you know, your imagination working overtime. So I just kind of shut down a little bit. And I said, you know what, I'm going to have to do my own detective work. So believe it or not, yeah, yeah, I knuckled down. It took me three and a half years to uncover the truth of the matter of what was really going on with me. And, yes, I call that the handler. I was being handled, and my project was being sabotaged right out from under me. And um, I had no idea. You know, I had this background, foreground. There was somebody in the background working around, you know, and it just wasn't one person. Multiple, you know, groups and entities working. So it took me a minute, but you know what? I bunkered down with it. I stuck with it, and I said, you know what? I'm going to get to the bottom of it, and I'm going to find out what's going on in my life. Wow. Wow. This, you know, and and now that you are past that and, and you have moved forward, how has this affected your future? You know, it it leaves you feeling like you need to be vindicated for this. You know, like in some way you, you're kind of still in the fog because you cannot believe that your goals or expectations, the thing that you were trying to pursue, that someone who you may not even know knows you and wants to derail you, you know, wants your faith. They have decided that you're not going to make it. You're not going to succeed. So it's made me stronger. It's made me much stronger. And it, it made me feel as though, yes, I am going to come up out of this. I'm, going to, I'm out of it. But I know now that no one can ever tell me that what I believe was happening to me was not true. It was, in fact, true. Wow. Now, being that this has happened to you, and you've learned now about how people can be manipulative and backstabbing and try to steal your stuff. What are you doing? Have you put anything in place to to the point where now you're a little bit more 
cautious uh, about who you talk to. Um, and, and, and goodness gracious, did you approach the person or did you not? This is interesting. You know, I, um, I did not approach the uh, person and person. Um, I intend to start an organization to counter this kind of activity. Um, and that gives me the courage and the strength to go forward because I know that so many other people are being destroyed on the daily, you know, by this and can't come forward because no one really wants to take it, you know, take it on and no one wants to take it seriously, but it is serious. Um, this mm-hmm. is driving people over the edge. And I oh. feel like, hey, I want to say, hey, wait a minute, you're not crazy. <laughs> you mm-hmm. are not crazy. This is real. And you just have to be aware. And for some people, just knowing that these things are real, that this is actively, you know, happening on the daily, it, it gives you it gives you a sense of of, of peace. You know, it gives your mind a sense of clarity, uh, peace, peacefulness, and it also makes you feel as though you can go on. You have the courage mm-hmm. to take another step. That you know what you have mm-hmm. to do. You have to take a proactive approach to uh, knowing and protecting yourself and being careful, but being aware. And you have to watch. Watch your surroundings. Wow. And so, okay, so tell me about your book, The Triple Double Cross. Okay, yes. uh, The Triple Double Cross is going to be part, it's part one of part three. So there are three parts to this book, so there will be three books. Um, it, it actually is going to be um, available on Amazon and Kindle effective January the 26th of 2019. And um, if I do have a website, you can also go out on the uh, website and then there will be um, events for book signings out there. For anyone who would like to receive an autographed copy, you can also pre-order. And um, so the book is going to be available. Yeah. Amazing. Your life within itself has led you to the point of where you are today. But looking back on 2018, what has happened besides that that would propel you forward and possibly, if you weren't strong, propel you backwards? I think that um, finishing the project, even though um, I came up against great opposition and I had to stop a few times, you know, while I was trying to get clarity about my situation, um, I was able to finish that project that uh, house is actually on the market. So that is mm-hmm. one, you know, huge success because I believe that the ultimate goal was to tank that project for me to never mm-hmm. finish it. Yeah. So moving, moving, causing me to go backwards, it did make me step backwards, but it also, you know, made me step forward as well. Mm-hmm. And the le- the lesson that you've learned that you probably never knew before or, or something that really never uh, was in the forefront of your mind before, what was that lesson like to learn? Oh, you know what? It was devastating because I never realized that because I set out to do something, I had a dream, a long-time goal and a dream to be a real estate flipper. And I never thought that the idea that I was going to do this, this was my baby, um, would cause such a commotion. The actual mm-hmm. idea of starting something new 
going solo and um, achieving a goal that didn't really include anyone else ultimately became a goal that, that was going to include everybody else. Hmm. So unbeknownst to me, I'm, you know, I'm pursuing my goal and my dream. I'm, I'm being sabotaged to the point where my goal and my dream is going to parlay for someone else. I wasn't going to be able to make it. Wow. Wow. And you know what? I, and, and a lot of people don't realize that your goal and your dream is your goal and your dream. <laughs> That's yours. <laughs> you know, I have my own. Exactly. Uh, and it's like, okay, so isn't there enough to go around? You know, right. when people do that, it's just a, a, a moment of uh, or or a signal of insecurity on that person. So what would your advice for people who want to move forward and have had that happen to them and maybe they have regressed and, and kind of stayed in, in, and wallowed in it, what would be your advice and, and you know, on moving forward and getting out of that trap? Because that is a trap. It is. Uh, persistence and determination, just making up your mind that regardless as to what the outcome and, your, and you might have not been able to achieve that goal, create a new one, create a new goal, or, you know, go back to that goal that you weren't able to, cre- to create and see manifested. Go back to it and revive it, bring it back alive again, and don't give up. Don't give up because you take ownership of what you have decided to do with your life. You take ownership with what the outcome is going to be. You make, make up your mind and be determined that you are going to achieve that goal because it is your right, and it is your right to dream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there are people out there that are trying to manipulate and 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 steal and, and copycat and so many different other things. You know, uh, in your book, do you speak on this? Is this something that you speak on? Is it a situation that has happened in your book? Or it yes. you know, or is it something that you're looking forward to talking about? Oh, I actually in this in this first book I do discuss it. I do discuss techniques and ways um that are being used to um change the course of people's lives. You'll find it mm. very interesting how, you know, we are people but we are often characters in mm-hmm. characters that are acting out in other people's um, media. <laughs> Not here. Exactly. Not here. And use as pawns wow. in, in other people's games. And, you know, it's all staging and, you know, mm-hmm. profiling, extortion, um, just just a vast invest, fake investigations. you know, people being drawn into situations that aren't even real. And, mm-hmm. you know, made to believe they are, but they're not. It's all part of the staging process. It's all part of the handler, mm-hmm. you know, the person who's handling you, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, creating okay. that kind of environment for you. <laughs> That's yeah, what happens. Right. Yeah, someone has, has decided that they're going to handle you and they're going to yeah. make sure that you do just what they want you to do because they need to get on that situation and they need to ride. Wow. And they don't even know what they're doing because basically they haven't done the journey that you've you've done. Thank you so much for being on the show. And you guys, hey, if you ever wanted to uh, go ahead and look at that and, and get that, it's the it's uh, the mind traps, uh, right? And you have something coming up. Yes. You have actually read and eat on February the second at Cuisine Creole Restaurant. Where is that located? Yes, that's in um, Chicago on. Um... Chicago Avenue, 2311, 
West Chicago Avenue. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So all my all my people in Chicago, Chi Town, what's up? That's where I was born. Yay! You guys got to go down and, and do the read and the eat. And uh, if you don't know where that is, just go ahead and look below in our description box. We do have the website, and we also do have the name, and it's going to be February 2nd. Don't miss that. Oh, my gosh. I, You know, what you've gone through is amazing. What you've come out of is even more amazing. Do you have anything else you'd like to say to the listeners today? i just like to say that thank you so much, and I hope that you're able to check out my website, and I'm hopeful that you'll be able to come to the Eat and Greet. And um, just stay strong. Stay strong and watch. Be watchful. Uh-huh. Yep. That's all we can do, right? Thank yes. you so much for on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been truly a pleasure. Yeah. It's okay. my pleasure. All right. Thank then. You. Until next time, you have a, a wonderful meeting. And, hey, how did yesterday go? Hello? Yes. How did yesterday go? Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah? Yesterday was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. What what did you have going on yesterday? Oh, yesterday I had an event that I went to, and I just did a lightweight, a light uh, social event where I had to speak about um, the book line dress and um, the triple-double cross, and it was a great big success. Awesome, awesome. Well, we wish you nothing but the best and hope that everything goes great for you. And not only that, that your uh, future endeavor in 2019, whatever that may be, be a huge success for you. We, we're behind oh. you 100%. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you for having me. Uh, anytime. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amazing. What can you say? Uh, that was author Ravon. Uh, Movado, and she has her website, and we do have a website there. You guys are going to be getting this on iHeart and Google Play and Spotify and Spreaker and Stitcher and 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 iTunes and wherever else, whatever else. I can't think of all the places that we have uh, going on, but we definitely are excited about that. We have another person on the line right now. I'm going to say, hey, welcome to the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Oh, we called. The call has dropped. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? It's all right. We have a wonderful show, and we have wonderful guests. You know, desire to inspire org, and then author Yvonne Malvado. Um, it's just, you know, we have inspiration oozing from this show. Do Chasers Radio has always been about helping people to get their dreams out to the public to help you help you. We want to help you. How does that go? I forget what was that that movie was. Help me help you. Help me help you. Uh, oh, gosh, I said, show me the money. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie, by the way. Jimmy uh, McGuire. Jerry McGuire. That was it. Jerry McGuire. Help me help you. <laughs> that was funny. But that's what we want to do. Jesus Radio wants you to help us help you. If you want to be on the on the radio station, please don't hesitate to contact us at dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. We have hundreds of emails come in a day, and uh, so please be patient with us. And uh, we do have, I mean, it's just amazing the response that we're getting. I, I, I'm honored. I'm honored, and I'm very thankful. 
But I'm also very thankful that we are here to inspire you. We have authors, uh, uh, evangelists, people going to different worlds, uh, and and I, I mean worlds like your your areas, your world, you know. So different areas, uh, different communities, different nations, different countries. Uh, to help people. This is what's on their hearts. Whatever is on your heart, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, this is amazing. And we want to be behind you 100%. So don't forget to contact us at DreamChasersRadio at gmail.com, and we will tell you how to get involved with this station. Not only that, but help you to get your interview out there and and get your dream in front of people. Um, We're going to take a short break. I have a beautiful music, of course. Here it is, Aviva.
You know, I know that we have so many wonderful different artists on the station, and I'm getting ready to actually update for 2019. All the songs that you hear today are probably going to be going away. And we have some of the best music here. This is one of the things that I love. I love to go back and grab some music that I have from maybe like the beginning of the year and play it. And this is so rude. I love this song. Like, really? No. I'm good. I'm not, I'm not interested. No. Thank you. Thank you. Girl, why you so rude? Why you so rude? Girl, why you so rude? Mm, you got a bad attitude. Girl, why you so rude? Why you so rude? Girl, why you so rude? Mm, you got a bad attitude. When I met you, I thought that you was the bomb. Louis Vuitton, Rolex on the arm. Them heels was a killer and your hair was flowing. The walk was proper, it demanded notice. So I posted up like the NBA. You looking in my grill like I was cray cray. You so rude, you can't even say hi. And why you come out the house looking so fly? You know good and well, them brothers gonna holler. Smell so good, you make them man follow. You just gonna stay, you know that that's not proper. When I try to smile, you just roll your eyes. I'm focused on your face, I'm not hoping your thighs. I thought you was a prize, but looks can tell lies. Girl, why you so rude? Why you so rude? Girl, why you so rude? Mm, you got a bad attitude. Girl, why you so rude? Why you so rude? Girl, why you so rude? Mm, you got a bad attitude. And let me tell you about my last relationship. Hey, yo, we're a bomb and the chick was a trip. She would do some foul stuff, and when I flip. Point the finger at me, say I was or wasn't Wasn't loving, wasn't nothing, wasn't anything sucker Yes, I was a sucker, cause I tried to love you I'm looking for a friend, I don't need a mother She was jealous of my life, just undercover All alone the night, I was undercover Every conversation was a major struggle Tears on the floor from a nipple puddle I almost hit the bottle, just a rock double Thank God I didn't, cause I'm still living Some of these girls is living in a major bubble Yeah, why you so rude? Why you so rude, girl? Why you so rude? Mm, you got a bad attitude, girl. Why you so rude? Why you so rude, girl? Why you so rude? Mm, you got a bad attitude. You're so rude, shrewd, it's devastating. If I was a player, man, I'm not playing. You're looking real sweet, but you're perpetrating. I see a good look, but no correlation. If you was a radio, I'd change your station. Change your rudeness for some smoothness. I'm so clueless, how many streets to do this? It's like the attitude, it's a new movement. If you're beautiful, you should be confident. Don't come out half naked for acknowledgement. That type of attention not promising. It's better to be sweet than to be street. You don't wanna be an item at the swap meet. For now, I gotta go, I'm just saying no. Girl, why you so rude? Mm, you got a bad attitude. Girl, 
stated when it comes to losing jokes. I love for yes, the year, but the future's what we're focused. The future, where the hope is. Who ought to start some bread? Trying to keep some hope alive for the times we got ahead. So we pick up that straight, where we pick up that We pick up, pay our rent, and your stuff, where you In the future, I can see that we never going back. Like a train, I'm on the track, or whatever, never back. Hey, yo, pick up that
2018, it's not over yet. I mean, I'm kind of jumping the gun, but by the, you know, I'll have another show. As a matter of fact, we are going to have a wonderful show uh, on the 30th, that's Sunday, and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this P2P. If you've never heard of P2P, then you, I mean, wow. So let me go ahead and break this down for you. P2P is going live. And you'll find out what I mean by going live. And we're going to be broadcasting with them. We're also going to be doing our Roku station with them. They're going to be one of the first interviews that we're going to have up on there uh, coming up in February when we uh, air our Roku station, which I'm going to be working on as soon as I am done here uh, today with the radio station. But we're, we're happy to announce that on the 30th, we will be right here with P2P, uh, peer-to-peer, peer-to-peer, P2P, on how about you can get paid when you need it the most. It's going to be the P2P Global Network, and the founder is Keely uh, Wilkinson, and we're going to have him at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and so on and so forth. Please don't forget to tune in. Don't forget to tune in. I mean, to me, this is going to be one of our, our uh, meaningful, you know, financial interviews. And if you, you just, you got to, you got to tune in. Um, it, it's something that, you know, I would never imagine Dream Chasers Radio doing what we do and bringing the kind of people that we have brought. It's only because of, I don't know, I, I guess, you know, the most high. I, I mean, I do truly believe that we have been blessed. So, uh, go ahead and tune in Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and so on and so forth. We're going to get Young Son up with Celebration. You are welcome to my party. Drink plenty and girls not leave. We just want to share you all night.
I was around uh, early in the game with him, and we had with music from when he first came on the station till now, and that was one of his latest ones, Celebration, um, Young Stunner. You just keep listening for him. He's doing a great job with his music. We have our next guest on the line. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. My name is Peso, and I'm an artist, a rap artist. Awesome. So tell me about yourself. How did you get started? Well, I started in the projects, you know, all my friends, they, they was rapping, and uh, and I just gave it a shot, and I ended up falling in love with the music. So, you know, I took it on from there. Sweetness, sweetness. Now, okay, so when you, when you think about everything, 2018, go back, just kind of think about so far, you know, we're almost done with the year. What kind of progress have you made, and what are some of the lessons that you learned in this year that you're going to take with you in 2019? Well, this year I've been, you know, I've I only been doing this. I've been doing this since I was 11. You know, I've been doing it for a long time, but I've just been taking it serious for, like, you know, for, like, probably, like, four or five months. I've been making moves. I've been doing, you know, uh, 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 videos and performance and stuff like that. You know, and... um. You know, I just learned you got to grind. You can't stop the you can't stop the grind. You got to keep grinding and grinding and grinding. You know, because now it's all competitive. Now it's all about grinding. You got to keep putting your face on Instagram and and all these social networks. You got to keep working. You got to let people know you're working. Because once you stop doing that, you know everybody just forget about you. So you got to keep doing that. You got to keep going and keep going. You can't stop. Just keep feeding the streets and let everybody know that you're working hard. So that's what I'm gonna do for 2019. I'm gonna just go hard and keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. How I mean, you know, how how hard is it, or how easy is it for you to keep that momentum going? Oh, it's not easy at all. It's hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's hard. You know, a lot of writers block and stuff. A lot of things going through my mind. But you know, I fight. I fight. I fight it off. You know, and I just keep doing and doing doing what I'm doing. You know, and what motivates me is my kids and the struggle and stuff like that. That's what motivates me. So I just keep going until I reach why 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 I see myself at. When you when you see yourself and you have you have your vision and you have everything, let me ask you the most difficult question that someone has presented to me this year. Looking back on 2019, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the stand because somebody put me on the stand today. Why do you want it so much? I want it so much because you know, I just want to you know I'm, I'm I come from the bottom like all the way to the bottom like I just want to get out of here like I don't want to be. Why, man? I just want—I just want my family to live, you know, comfortably, and don't want to watch over my shoulders. They don't want to be in the streets. You know, I, I went to jail for some things, and I just want to get out the streets and just do. And, and I and I want to do what I want to do. Like music is in me. Like I can't work nine to five. Like that's not what I want to do. 
if I'm going to work, I mm-hmm. want to do something that I love to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I had a plenty of jobs, and I ain't going to lie, I quit them all. As soon as they call lunch break, I'm out. I'm going home. <laughs> so I, I don't see myself working nine to five. I see myself doing music. That's what I love to do, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I'm going to do. You know, so that's all I can say. That's a, that's a real motivation. You know, that's a real uh, a real thing. You know, people tell me, you know, you, when you get there, it's not as easy as you would think. The journey there is actually they tell me. Now I don't believe this because I don't I I don't I haven't gotten there yet wherever there may be. But yeah. they tell me that the journey there is easier than maintaining it. What do you think? I'm not gonna lie. I think the same thing. I think it's I think it's hard to maintain it. Because when you first come on, you probably hung, you so hungry that you do that you saying, you know, you so hungry that you going hard. But once you get there, it's hard to maintain because a lot of people lose that hunger. So when they there, they're like, I'm here already. Like you know, what I'm saying like they want to take their time with it and stuff. So it's I think that's true though. That's I think that's facts. Okay, okay, and I, you know, I, I have one more question for you. You know, in concern to this particular subject, because a lot of people have this thing where they think, oh, you know. uh, when I get there, well, where the heck is there? Have you really ever arrived? Will you ever run out of goals? Um, should you ever run out of goals? What is your opinion on that? Oh, I don't, that's the kind of tricky. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> tricky. <laughs> you got me on that one. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. You want me to answer that now? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of tricky. I ain't going to lie. It is, <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. It definitely is. No, you know, the the answer is for me personally. You know, and, and like you said, and it's a tricky question because, first of all, I I I have an idea of where where it is, but when I get there, it's probably not going to look like that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Exactly. So, yeah. And and then when you do get wherever you get where you end up because you're there wherever there may be then still may have goals because you're not exactly going to be where you thought you were going to end up. Does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. It's tricky, it's tricky. But, um, yeah. but yeah, but, but this is what I want to do. I want to, I want to, wherever, I want to make it, but I don't think I want to be doing music forever. Like, it opened doors for other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do other things. I don't really know exactly what, but I want to do other things. It's not only music involved in this. Mm-hmm. There's other things, other opportunities once you get to, once you get there. You know, so mm-hmm. I just want to do other things. I, I hear you. I hear you. So being in music, tell me about your music. Tell me about your life. And where, first of all, I want to go ahead and go to your webpage. So I know your webpage or your Facebook or your social media. Where are you where we can actually hear some of your music if you have anything out? Yeah, I'm on um... – I'm on Spotify, Tidal, or you know, all the all the platforms, um, Peso, mm-hmm. and I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Peso Nation. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Peso Nation, and um, I got my mm-hmm. stuff on YouTube, Peso Nation on YouTube. Um, yeah, my, I'm everywhere. I'm 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 all over the platforms. My music is everywhere. I'm I'm actually dropping an album on January fourth. It's called Sacrifice, okay. so that'll be out real soon. Um, sacrifice the album, and I got a yeah sacrifice, and I got an album right now called Underground Kings. It's been out for a year already. You know, it's on, it's, it's all over the platforms. 
Is there any shout-outs you want to give or anything you want to say today to the listeners? I want to shout-out everybody that's been supporting and showing me love, you know. Um, shout-out my boy G-Money and my boy Vic. You know, they're doing time, day in jail. And shout-out my fiance. She's been helping me a lot through this. And uh, my friend, uh, Devon, and everybody out there. I just love everybody and positive energy. Awesome. And I want to thank you, Peso, again, for being on the show. We wish you nothing but the best and the new music coming out next early next year, man. That's how it works. And keep that music coming. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Amazing. Yes. Yes. All right. We have another guest coming on. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, please. Hey, what's up? I'm Jay Blaze, and uh, I make music, any type of music. <laughs> you make music? Man, tell me, what kind of music you make, man? I make, like, I make rap music, you know, rap, trap, like, ballads, uh, melodies, you know, everything, mm-hmm. mainly rap. <laughs> How did you start it? How did I start? Um, yeah. I was 14. I started writing lyrics to, like, albums and stuff like off of beats like Jumpman was the first one I did I remember 14 I was writing in the schoolyard and then I put that book away for a while and two years later I found that book and I said you know what this isn't that bad so I decided to start making music officially from there all right man I tell you what is it like being you know in the music industry what is it like for you has it been Um, all great for the most part, yeah, you know, the glories are, are wonderful, but, you know, me being young and everything, that's a tough factor because, you know, I can't get into certain clubs with shows, and, you know, since they see me as, like, I just turned 18 a couple of weeks ago, so now they think that, oh, he's by himself now, we can, like, toy toy around with them, but, you know, you just got to roll with the punches, dodge a couple of them, and throw them back. Hmm. Now, okay, being young is not a license anymore that people should actually do what they do and on uh, you or or put you down. You know, youth is, is amazing. Uh, yeah, I remember really when is. I had it. I remember when I had it. I still have a little bit of it. I don't have as much anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 is, it is amazing to have all of those years ahead of you. This yeah, year that really you, though, you know, this year, 2018, it's almost completely done. Tell me, you know, some of the stuff that's happened to you this year that totally blew your mind. Well, I was able to get a new manager. His name's Courtney. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was a producer of Tupac's album, Hail Mary. And I was able to get a verse from Pac, mm-hmm. so that, that's pretty awesome. Um, a couple shows and, you know, working on my album and future singles. And uh, the song with Lou Got Cast that I have to use, that was, that was amazing. Mm. Well, so, you know, Jay, tell me more about your, I mean, you know, you have so much that you're doing, so many different wonderful things that are coming up for you with the new manager and then now the song and then everything that's going on. What's going through your mind to help yourself stay kind of grounded? Because a lot of people, they lose their mind when this stuff right. happens. You know, oh, I'm the, I'm the, yeah. the sniff. You know, I have arrived, you know. Have you kind of yeah. brought yourself down a little bit to reality? Well, it was overwhelming 
when school started because, you know, I had to balance school and music and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just going to the studio really helps me a lot because that's kind of like my safe zone in a way. And hockey, I play hockey. So that's another outlet to get to help me escape from everything. Like if I'm stressed out about music, like, oh, I have this and this to do. I'll basically that keeps me down to earth. Mm. And you, it's amazing to, to stay grounded, to, to remember that this is a journey. And right. I mean, because you're young, you don't have as much experience as say me. I've been around, you know, a few times. Right. But this time around, this this time around, coming up, 2019, what right. are you looking to do? I'm looking to take over, you know? Like that that's my biggest dream is to take over. You know, take everyone by surprise, you know. I come from a small town, so nobody really expects like me to like, you know, venture out. But Hopefully one day I have one song that just blows and takes everyone by surprise and like he came out of nowhere and then from there it's over. You know what I mean? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Tell me it, about your song. It'll just be wonderful. Which song? Tell me about the your one song. With oh, okay. So I was in the studio one day back in April, and I had an I had a former manager and he said, "So who are you looking to get a feature with?" I told him, "Well, at the time Lou was my favorite rapper because I love Make Ten." So he said, really? He said, go on his Instagram really quickly, and I did. So I saw a number there for features. I was like, no way, this is crazy. So I called the number, and I was uh, lucky enough to get a feature. And then about two weeks later, you know, he came into the studio. He dropped down his verse. We made the song, and it was crazy. So a lot of my friends liked it so much that I decided to make a video, and I brought him out for the video. Awesome. That's this song right here, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Uh, so, so we're going to go ahead and put the information. You know, I, I mean, 2019, man, you know, you got the video out. Everything is going. You know, you're moving forward. You got interview. You got your video, your manager. You got interviews. You got all kinds of stuff. How are you going to manage the popularity that you now have school and you have this going at the same time? (laughs) You know, in school, I kind of like to lay low. You know, I told everyone, you know, just just consider me as another student, you know, because just because I do something doesn't make me different from anyone else. So just treat me the same way that I used to be treated. So that helps a lot. And then my friends, they treat me the same way. So. I like that, and it helps because it it doesn't, you know, catch my attention as much in school and veer me off in the wrong direction, I should say, like with certain mm-hmm. things, like, oh, I'm getting too much popularity. I might, like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. it it's it's hard to explain. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah. you're growing up. You're growing up. Right. Things are changing. You know, your mind is changing. Your yeah. thoughts. You know, what what – has changed about you in your mind that most kids don't have to deal with? Definitely my maturity because getting into the industry is like having a job. So basically it's it's a full-time job too. So in a way I feel like I'm on a different mental level than other students because they might have part-time jobs, but like this is full-time. So my mind is constantly going with music, 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 music. So that's basically what sets me apart, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, 
We got you here on SoundCloud, Jay Blaze. We got you here. We're going to go ahead and share that on our Facebook page because, you know, we always, uh, I'm always trying to just like, hey, this is a new artist. This is a new author. This is a new something. And right. I want to be supportive of, you know, of the artists and the people that come on this show. You know, what else can we be looking forward to in 2019 from you? Oh, there's a lot. First, coming up on the 17th, right, fresh in the new year, I got two singles dropping, my song with Tupac and another song called Stripper Baby. And then, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully some shows and definitely an album's dropping. Oh, and where, where can we reach you? I mean, where can people see Jay Blaze? I mean, can they follow you somewhere? Yeah, they can follow me on IG, you know. My IG is jblaze1115. You can hit me on Snapchat. Just Blaze underscore eleven fifteen, and you can follow me on uh, Apple Music at J Blaze. Okay, is that J uh, J B L A Z E or B L A S E? Well, for um for Instagram it's Z E, and for Snapchat it's Z E, but for um for Apple Music it's a dollar sign instead of a Z, because you know I'm okay. always thinking about the money. I love it. I love it. So we're gonna go ahead and have that there. And I, I, I'm absolutely loving it. it. It's like, you know, it's a whole new world, the, the music yeah, industry. Incredible. And and it has opened up so many wonderful uh, things when it comes to being an artist nowadays, especially being on your, you know, on your own. Uh, what advice do you have to, you know, the people coming up after you? Because there are people that look up to you now. You are now right. a pioneer. What do you say to those people? Um, you know, keep your head on the right track, but also keep it on a swivel. You got to watch out for um, see who your true friends are and who really don't support you. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing because hard work always pays off, and there's proof for that, believe me. And, you know, always respect those who came up with you, too, through the hard times. Don't ever leave them out to dry because that could come around and bite you in the rear end. You know what I mean? So I hear you. That's all I got to say. Wow. But Jay Blaze, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to go thank ahead you. and have your information up on our page. You know, I'm working off of like three computers here, sitting here trying to make sure everything gets done and everybody has a has a moment. Is, is there any shout outs that you want to give today before we finish? Yeah, you know, shout out my whole team, my manager, my mom, my stepdad, um, you know, my uh, producer, my little squad, all my friends. Uh, everybody who's been there with me from the jump, everybody who's just coming on board now, you know, you might be new, but, you know, you're always welcomed into the family. And my grandparents and anybody else who's pursuing their dream, no matter what. Awesome. Thank you so much for being Thank on you. the show. I appreciate it. appreciate it. We would be absolutely nothing without you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Until next time. Until next time. All right. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. We always say that. That's amazing. We have, you know what? Inspiration. 2019 is almost done. What are we gonna do? Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Listen. You know what do you do when you have so much talent, and and it's just what do you do? What do you do? Wow. We have another caller. I want to say thank you. Welcome to the show. Caller, can you please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please? 
Well, well, I'm a Elvis impersonator. Elvis impersonator. Tell me, yes, tell me, tell me, show me, show me, show me, tell me. Give me a little bit. Give me a little bit. All right, you ready for this? Here we go. I'm ready.
and they end up transferring me to Oklahoma. So once I got to Oklahoma, I end up getting sick. And so once I got sick, I was like, I got to figure out a way to help myself and tell people about what happened to me. So I decided to write a book. And that's the best way to get it. You know, that's the best way to do it. Goodness gracious. So, okay, I'm on your website, and I see here you have Black with a Gold Badge, okay, coming soon, the hard copy in the digital in 2019. Being that you were in law enforcement, you you experienced racism and crime against your person and against people of color? Yeah, that would be correct. But as I said, I was the only African-American police officer. So what I'm thinking happened was they wasn't accustomed to, um, I guess, our race being there. And so we was having problems um, as far as with inside that agency. Now, the community was the best, the best in the world. And if I could go back, I would go back. But uh, as far as the agency, it was so much going on, you know, I had to do something. So that's wow. where I'm at now. Wow. Okay. This, you know, a lot of people tell you, you know, ah, oh, that's just publicity. That ain't real. Kidding. We don't, we don't have those problems anymore. That's crazy. Wow. So, I mean, you know, not to go back, not to open any wounds or anything, but your book, your book. What, what is it that somebody would never ever guess? Something you know, not I'm not trying to divulge any secrets because I understand the complexity of the situation, but something that is not publicized that may be you know in your book, what would that be, or is there anything that the public doesn't really know? Well, see, that's what I'm gonna do in this book. What I'm planning on doing is I'm gonna release uh, a whole lot of because you know I had inside knowledge of what's going on inside the agency, and so if we had a uh, let's say um, a supervisor that was saying he was going to hang an African-American, which was me, from a tree, I had inside knowledge to it, you know, being said. So I knew the information to request to get um, the investigation. So what I'm doing inside this book is I'm, I contacted the Department of Interior and I've done information requests. And I'm basically getting – all of the inf- all of the investigations from the time that I started working in 2010 all the way to now and I'm going to take all that information and put it inside the book and release it to the public so do that make a little more sense I I wow yeah does this make you nervous I've heard and this is what I've heard it's not to mess with the police well, you know, we have good cops and we have bad cops. Um, where I worked at, I got to say, we had some good guys, really good guys. But what happened was your upper management, once once you try to fight them, they start retaliating. Don't in one minute think that the government would not retaliate against you for reporting their wrongdoing. Because I'm a prime example. I know it happens. So basically what I'm doing in this book is I'm trying to help the people who is wanting to expose the truth, but they're scared and they don't know the proper channels to go through. So um, inside this book, what I'm also doing 
is I'm going to put a guide at the end. We're going to have a guide that's going to show them who they need to contact and who they need to contact to protect them. Because the government has a, um, it's an agency called the U.S. Council, and what they do is they protect whistleblowers as myself. And so I'm I'm trying to lead them on the way to do all of that also. Mhm. Wow. Wow. I mean, I I'm just I'm scared for you, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm <laughs> just you, you know, it's like you know, you I mean, you, yeah, whistleblowers go in like protective custody sometimes. You know, you, this is not something that like you you can do. That that sometimes it, this is controversial. Yeah, yeah, but you know it's funny. A lot of people don't even want to hear about it. You know, uh, know. a lot of people are scared. Like me. <laughs> yes. No, I mean you know to be real. You know, it's like wow, you are gonna yeah. do that? Yeah. And, One time and you think I, you're gonna I be know. safe. <laughs> I, I, you know, I know, I know, I can't, I, I know. You ain't got to tell me. I know you have opposition on this. I know you have people telling you, you're crazy. You're going to do what? I know. You know, it's funny you say that because just recently um, my cousin was telling me, he was like, hey, man, once you tell this stuff, you're going to have to go and hide because these guys are going to come after you. And, you know, it's funny that he said that because as soon as I moved, um, I, I came back home. My father got sick. And uh, when I moved back home, I got a text message on my cell phone. And, I, and I'm assuming that somebody, it came from where I was working at in North Dakota. It was a 701 number. And I guess they was trying to threaten me and scare me to maybe not doing this book. So just the other day I ended up getting a, a letter from the Department of Interior, um, the Internal Affairs Division, and um, I had requested all of this information, and they turned around and they was like, well, we're going to release it to you, but we need additional time. We need 10 more days. So now they're going to take 30 days, which is setting back the release of my book, you know. So they know legally they can't hide it from me, but they can keep putting me through the paperwork. So you're going to have to get that's, you a copy, too. Oh, that's just crazy. <laughs> now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to divulge any information. You know, we're going to keep it so that people actually go and check it out because we did share it on our Facebook page and it is up for people to look at. Uh, and I want to make sure that people, whoever wants to see it, will see it, you know, and, and go ahead and, and get it if they desire to get it. I'm just, I'm just very curious as to, you know, what 2019 holds for the coming of this book. What do you want to happen? Well, what I want is I want everybody to get them a copy so they can see what goes on inside the agency. And mm-hmm. I basically want them to understand that, you know, not every cop is, is doing illegal stuff. You know, um, this book is going to also have good stuff about good cops doing stuff. Um, We have good cops, but we also have the ones that's running off the good cops and which is making society really bad by the things that they're doing. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting book. Mm -hmm. Wow, it is. I mean, it definitely is. 
Now, I can understand the motivation, Mr. Reed. I can understand that. And I can understand the complexities of the situation. But out of this, what did you get? Did you get a, a sense of belief? Did you, is it some way or form or shape that you are benefiting, not just financially, but mentally from this book? Yeah, you know, um, they always say that when something happened to you, it's best for you to let it out. You know, let people know what happened so, you know, you'll feel better about yourself. And with this book, it just feels good to be able to tell people what's going on and just let out all the big, dark secrets, you know, <laughs> and just let them know, you know, this is what happened on this day. This is what happened on that day, day because, you know, that they was making it seem like I was a bad guy, you know, mm-hmm. and I just want to really put it out and not just me myself saying it. I want to support it by documentation. Right. Wow. You know, I, I just, you, you've left me speechless because I don't want to divulge anything. I don't want to ask too many questions because I think people really need to read that kind of a book. I think this kind of book is going to expose people's tendencies that they don't want to be seen. Exactly. And I have got my threats, you know, which I'm not scared. I'm a strong black man, and I know how to deal with it. Goodness gracious, you know, I, I I commend you. That's the hand claps and all that stuff because I'm telling you, people, I mean, what have you learned about people since writing this book? Oh, man, I have learned a lot about people. Um, just since writing this book, I found out, like, it was stuff that I didn't even know, you know, but – I started getting these information requests, and it was stuff that I was like, oh, my goodness, I heard different about this. So this is what really happened. And then you find out that it's really darker than what you heard. People will, like, um, make something sound all rosy when really it was way worse. You know, so this book is going to tell it all. Wow. You know, I – oh, Ooh. Ooh. I mean, you know, you, you, you have your people that pretend in front of others, but then they're some way behind closed doors, and I'm sure you've experienced that. And, you, you know, being that you you were on the other side, you, you took your, your – Bethune did that to you? Seriously? Oh, my gosh. I'm, just, I'm going through this whole thing in my mind. Like, I can't believe that Bethune – I was going to go to Bethune for law. And I just, I, I didn't, for law, I, I changed my major. But I mean, wow. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. We uh, we go to school and we go to all these academies to uh, learn how to do law enforcement. And the whole time you think it's to help the people. And then you find out, yes, you have the cops that's out there to 100% help people. But then you also find that there's upper management that's trying to get rid of those cops that's trying to help, the, you know, help the community and so forth, you know, so. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, was there ever a time that you just wanted to, like, you know, you know, go south side on them, like, you know, hey, it's just south. I know you're talking about just wig out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny. 
you know, I felt like that a lot of times. I'm not going to lie, but you know, my mom, I, I got a very Christian mom, and I come from a Christian family, so it's like um, she taught me, and she was like, I breathe and just don't do that because that's what they want you to do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to be one of those guys that's going to come up into work and go postal. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. sit back and I'm going to observe you, and I'm going to come at you legally, you know. Right. And the whole time you're thinking I'm stupid, the whole time I'm writing down, taking notes. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's wow. the way that African Americans have to be in this day and age. And I'm not saying all white people are bad, all Native people are bad. That's not true. We have good people in every race but you do have those ones that will come after you, and you have to shut them down. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, I haven't met anyone as brave as you to come out like this. I hope that everything goes great for you. Not only that, I hope you your book, you know, financially, I, great, I do. I hope that, but more so, uh, at least in my mind, on my end, I hope that this book exposes some stuff that will bring to light some situations that most people that have said anything about say, oh, that's all in your head. That doesn't exist. And it actually does exist. I mean, you know, if you were to take someone, and this this has been done, an experiment where a young man who was white turned black for a couple of days, and he yeah. said he had to turn back white because he couldn't do it. You know, it, you know, I don't know if they understand that every day we wake up and the biggest concern that we have is our blackness. Yep, that's true. And they wake up in the morning and they think about different things. I don't even know what they think about because I'm not them and they're not me. And if we exactly. could just talk, I think communication is key. So this book, that you're doing is a big, big communicative symbol. Yeah. And, and you I know, like I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it also helps. I mean, I want I want the agency yeah. to be great. I, I want to mm-hmm. help. I want to be able to come to work and nobody be scared of retaliation. Nobody be scared of discrimination. I want it to be where you can come to work and do your job because our job is to take care of the American people. And that's what I want this book to be able to, you know, let's let's not do this to him because somebody might write a book about us and we they might know the truth and we get fired, you know. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. It, I mean, wow. I want to thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. You know, I, I don't think fear should rule anybody. I think that we should expose these things. And, and like I said, this communication just may, I'm hoping, go more in the positive direction instead of the negative and bring to light the issues that, you know, most people say is all in your head. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. Wow, amazing. Where can people reach you? Oh, they can reach me. If they would uh, go on the website to order the book, Um when they sign up, it's a section where they get on there and they can also put in their email address. And once they put mm-hmm. in their email address, they can message me with anything. Um, I'm welcome to talk to them about whatever they need to talk about. And also, they can reach me on Twitter, which would be C2Read, R E E D, 1234. 
and they can message me on Twitter whenever they get ready. Mm-hmm. And I'm also on Facebook, but it's my personal Facebook page, but uh, yeah. Chris Reed on Facebook. Uh, send me any type of message. I'll talk to them. I'm not scared to talk to anybody. I hear you. I hear you. You know, uh, if there is one lesson, one lesson that you are taking away with you and bringing into 2019, what would that lesson be? Oh, man. <laughs> Pray for people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. You know, it, it takes a lot out of me. You just got to pray for people. Wow. Wow. You're right. You certainly do. You certainly do. Wow. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. I want to thank you for uh, bringing, you know, wow, this this to the forefront big time. Big time. Wow. Um, I'm I'm hoping this show helps my book get on national news. Mm -hmm. Because with with what's going on in the country right now, this is something that people need to know. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. 100%. More than 100%. Mm -hmm. No. Amazing. Wow. You are brave. Definitely (laughs) brave. You're definitely brave. Wow. I want to thank you again for being on the show. It has been nothing but a pleasure to have you on, and I do hope that this does bring to light a lot of situations that need to be, you know, exposed. Exactly. Well, hopefully wow. everybody get a copy and they can see every part of the exposing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Thank you so much again. Um, wow. Wow. All right, then I think that's it. I can't. I can't. I I only can say wow. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Well, you have a happy holidays, and you know, hopefully, I get a chance to be on your show again without being nervous like I was at the very beginning after hearing Elvis. So, (laughs) nervous about what? This is amazing. Yeah. Don't be don't be nervous. It's just me. I know. Huh? <laughs> it's just me. Well, if you and have so, any questions, also you message me too. Definitely, and you know what? I I I applaud you again, and thank you so much for bringing to light, you know, a certain situation that needs to be brought to light to show people that, you know, this is really happening and that we're not imagining this. Exactly. This is still happening in 2018, and it will carry on to 2019. That's right. All right. Well, wow. you have a rest of the night, and if you need anything, you contact me, and everybody will order them a copy. And that's where we're going to end this. All right. That's what. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you take care. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I, you know, I knew it. I knew it. It can't just be in my head or in your head. I knew it. 
So much going on. So much going on. So many wonderful people. So much that I I have to go and 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 get my brain together. I do because wow, it's it, the inspiration, the level of inspiration, the level of people that have been on the show together today. Top notch people, people moving forward. 2018 was amazing. It was it was inspiration. It was eye opening. It was it was progress. It was oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And 2019 is just gonna be amazing for these people. What are you doing? What do you want in your life? Don't just write a freaking resolution and just look at it. Make that revolution a resolution, a revelation, a revolution. Go for it. You can do this. You can do this. You know, this is this is just amazing. I want you to be inspired. I want you to see that these are not just interviews just to be here just so you can just listen and just go ahead and go about your day. No, this is a revolution. This is amazing. I want you to know that you too can have your revolution. You too can have your revolution. And I want you to do it. Do it today. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and end the show because I, I truly believe that we have so much to digest today. Amazing. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. I want to thank you for, uh, wow, for just being there, but mostly being aware that you and I have things we have to do. My dream, and I said this all the time, directly depends on you going after yours. If you don't accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish, I can't do what I'm supposed to do. So I want you to go for your dream. I want you to go for it. I want you to be successful. And I want you to know that Dream Chasers Radio is behind your positive momentum 110%, if that was a possibility, 100%. My name is Yaya Diamond. And you've been listening to Dream Chasers Radio, and we are on 97.5 FM Real Community Radio uh, in Northport, Florida, as well as on Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, the Caribbean community radio stations all over the Caribbean islands and West Palm Beach all the way down to the Keys, and the Dream Chasers Radio Network worldwide. Thank you so much. 2019 is almost here, but we have one more interview coming up this Sunday at 8 p.m. sharp. You don't want to miss this financial revolution that's going to go live. And we're going to talk about that on Sunday, 8 p.m., right here 
on Dream Chasers Radio, December 30th, 2018, the last day that we will be broadcasting before we hit 2019 with love, with vigor, and looking for that revolution. Until next time, peace out. And don't forget to what? Dare to be different, baby. 